There's been studies that have shown that people that go on weight loss journeys, if they are focused on how they will improve their health and how they will feel, they have a greater percentage of success than people who are losing weight based on wanting to lose weight. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast, your number one resource for total body wellness. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. Hey, everybody. We got a great guest today, Christy Miller, the healthy living architect. She's a best-selling author, motivational speaker, and weight loss expert. And we all love the weight loss, right? Uh, so Christy lives right here, native to Southern California. Uh, she loves life to its fullest. She never met a challenge she didn't enjoy and uses positive attitude that being happy is more important than being perfect. I love that. And uh, she does this to help entrepreneurs lose weight and live healthy while building their businesses. And that's always a tough one for a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, here's some interesting things, guys. I love this part. This Christy, unlike any other health coach you'll ever meet, because she has successful careers as a financial analyst, corporate attorney, interior designer, and, and LA County Sheriff before discovering her true passion, motivating and coaching people to make meaningful changes in their lives. Christy Miller's Eat, Train, Win develops a foolproof blueprint based on three tenets. Okay, three tenets, eating healthy, training daily, and winning happiness. Christy walks the walk, talks the talk, and backs it all up with an exceptional knowledge base. She's a certified fitness nutrition specialist, personal trainer, and life coach. She earned her Bachelor of Science in Business Administration and her Juris Doctorate, both from USC. Go Trojans, fight on. Uh, today, she's going to talk to us about what we are going through in the new year, and we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about some tips about keeping your New Year's resolutions and all the stuff that surrounds that. Uh, but before we begin, welcome Christy to the show. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm very well. Fight on, fellow Trojan lover. Fellow and, Tro uh, and thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. You know, I, it's funny because my, my brother-in-law is a graduate of USC. He's a, um, a dentist. Went to USC Dental. All of his family went to USC Dental. And um, one of my patients used to be one of the former coaches of UCLA. So we, we, we go back and forth on that and, and, and all those stuff. So we have some fun times with the whole UCLA-USC uh, rivalry. Oh, absolutely. My father was a UCLA graduate. Oh, no. My mother-in-law is a UCLA <laughs> graduate. And my husband went to UCLA for one quarter and then realized he made a mistake and transferred over to USC. <laughs> he made a mistake. <laughs> love that. I love that. So bring me up to speed on, I'm very interested on this beginning part of, of okay, look, you have all these accolades here of financial analyst, corporate attorney, LA County sheriff. How did you make that transition over to the whole health aspect? Isn't it just obvious? Isn't that a normal, natural progression <laughs> right. into a healthy living architect? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> well, it what what happened really the the impetus for change in my own life was when I was a corporate attorney. I was the lead attorney for a, com a publicly traded company, and we were closing an eight point six billion dollar deal. 
And I had to look up how many commas were in billion, you know, when you put out the numbers, because I honestly, I had no idea. Uh And the day before it closed, my dad died. Oh, no. Yeah. And, you know, what should have been like a super exciting part of my life, you know, being the lead attorney on a deal that big, flying on private jets, really became my wake up call Mm. because my dad was a workaholic. He was totally unhealthy. He didn't really have much fun. Um, All he did was work. And I had turned into my father's daughter. And with his death, I walked away. I think it was within a month or so I gave my notice. I just walked away from the practice of law because I knew it was going to kill me. And the best way to honor my dad's life and all the lessons that he taught me was to learn from the biggest one he gave me which was basically making me an adult orphan at age 36. Wow. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. So, so after that happened, how did, how did you make that transition from going in from law and then all of a sudden, you know, becoming a health coach and looking at all the aspects of health? Take us through that. Yeah, it, um, I'll give you the brief version. Yeah. Um, I, I quit law to focus on my health and happiness. So your own, your own health, right? My own health and happiness because I was heavier. I was eating. My daily diet consisted of French fries, Diet Coke, and peanut M&Ms. Like, that is what I ate on a daily basis. I kid you not. Wow. I, I used to joke that my car had a manufacturer's defect because it could not pass a fast food restaurant without stopping in for French fries. (laughs) I ate French fries every single day. Kid you not. Um, So I decided to focus on my own health and happiness. And unfortunately, after going from 80 hour weeks to not having anything I had to do, I ended up focusing too much on happiness, too many meals out, too many late nights in bars with Mm. my rest or in, in bars and restaurants with my husband And I ended up gaining more weight after I quit to focus on my health and happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So eventually, um, I just, after I was no longer, later on, I became an LA County Sheriff. That was a midlife badassery, not to be confused with (laughs) crisis. Um, But after I left the Sheriff's Department, I just decided, all right, how much longer are you going to wait? 50 is, you know, four years away. How do you want to look and feel when you're 50? And don't try and start three days before because that won't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on a Thursday in October, which nobody does this, I changed my diet. Thursday in October. Wow. You know, going into the holiday season, it was a few days after what would have been my dad's birthday. And I just thought, you know what? It's now or never. And no, I'm not waiting till Monday because if I wait till Monday, that means I'm going to eat about 10,000 calories of junk food on Sunday. So I'm not waiting till Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone, so everyone it, starts diets on Mondays. Yeah, we so gotta that, stop. We have to stop that because 92 percent of dieters fail, and most of them start their diets on Mondays. Let's just say Monday is jinx, <laughs> and never start any any diet on a Monday. So you start October going into the holiday season, and you start on a Thursday. Now we got a lot of people listening. It's the New Year. Now, what would be your tips? You know, we're talking about these New Year's resolutions. What is what is your tips? You know, you started off in, you know, the holiday gauntlet. 
how did you make it through that? You know, and, and so segue that into like the whole, the new year's resolutions and keeping that. Okay. So, um, first the way I did it is I don't believe in perfection. So we'll talk about that later. Mm. Um, but the thing with new year's resolutions, I say, don't make them. <laughs> That's how you stick to them. Just don't make them. <laughs> the, the biggest new year's resolution is to lose weight. Yes. And most people do well for about two weeks. And then if they make it into February, they're kind of like a baby giraffe learning to walk in high heels on ice. Like it is a slippery slope. They're going down if yeah, they've even yeah. made it that far. You know, it's just, they don't work because it really is a license to procrastinate during the fourth quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, if your house is a mess, if your finances are out of order, if your weight is too high, everyone come October and on pushes it off to the new year and says, oh, on January 1st, I'll make a resolution. And they lose that three months of of really, you know, being able to make traction. Yeah. So I say, number one, don't, don't make them. But if you want to change something in your life, whether it's weight, finances, relationships, whatever, dig down deep and know your why. Mm. Mm. Ask yourself why this change is important. And there is a business protocol that was developed by, by Toyota, I think way back in the 40s or 50s. I remember learning about it in business school. And it's called the five whys. So for instance, if you say, I want to lose weight, you ask yourself why. Mm. And you answer that. So maybe it's, so I look better. Okay, why is looking better important? Because when I look better, I have more confidence. Okay, why is it important to have more confidence? And you keep going until you get something that is so gut-wrenching and emotional that you have found your why and you know exactly why you're doing this. And when you know your why, you can figure out the how. Yeah, yeah. It just works. And and in business, it's called the five whys. I tell my clients, it may take 236 whys. You know, you may sound like sure. a spoiled three-year-old going, why, why, why? Mm-hmm. But keep doing that. And I, I use this process on myself. And my why that got me practically in the corner crying was, I realized how disappointed I was in myself and how I was treating myself Mm. because food can really be nourishment or punishment. And I was truly using food as a punishment. How how so when you say food as a punishment? um, Being in what it's doing to your body. Uh, Okay. And you know, I always ask my clients, if you were given a brand new shiny red Ferrari, would you put leaded gas in it? <laughs> there isn't a single person that would say right. yes, right? right? Or would you put diesel gas in it? No. And yet that's what we do to our bodies. And that's what I did to my body for the first 46 years of my life. I ate bad fuel. And and when you can get down and ask your question yourself the question and really figure out why you're doing that, then you can start the process to change. Love but it. before that, it's just a diet. And it, it mm-hmm. it's nearly impossible to stick to it until you can tap into the emotional reasons of why you were eating. And I wasn't even technically overweight according to the BMI charts. Mm-hmm. I was still normal. Yeah. <laughs> Only time I've been considered normal, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but 
but I, I didn't feel good. I didn't have energy. I wasn't proud of the way I looked yeah. or how I felt. So I had to dig deep and figure it out so that I could succeed. Yeah. And that's for a lot of people, right? I mean, I see a lot of patients as well. They, they, on the charts, they look well, right? According to the numbers, they, they, they look well on their lab tests. You know, they may even look well physically, but inside they feel like crap, you know? Yeah. That's what you were going through, right? Exactly. And there's been studies that have shown that people that go on weight loss journeys, if they are focused on how they will improve their health and how they will feel, they have a greater percentage of success than people who are losing weight based on wanting to lose weight. Yeah. Alone, yeah. like just on how they're going to look mm-hmm. and it's okay to have a vanity aspect to it. I'm not going to lie. Sure. I love looking great. in a bikini. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, you right. would probably, well, I don't know. Would you like to look good in a bikini doctor? Hey, well, you know, we, <laughs> it's Southern California. You never know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's really about health yes, as opposed to weight loss. Sure. Absolutely. What if people, you know, they're looking at their why and what if they get stuck? They're just like, well, I just want to lose weight because I'm 10 pounds overweight. What do you say to them there? I act like a spoiled little three-year-old and I keep saying why. (laughs) Like they just, you know, there's, there's always resistance in any change that we're making. And, you know, and and 10 pounds, it, it could just be, you know, you lost track of your exercise. You ate a little bit too much over the holidays. It really could just sure. be 10 pounds and it's not, there aren't underlying issues or challenges mm-hmm. or blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you start getting higher than that, it really can be. So if someone came to me and said they want to lose 10 pounds, I always start with what's called the wheel of life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's this, um, this method where you evaluate eight different segments of your life mm-hmm. And usually something else comes out in there, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, a lot of what you do is you, you rate each Avenue and because it's a circle, you then connect the dots and it, it, in a, in a perfect life, which there isn't one, um, it, your dots should be a circle. Yeah. But a lot of times the dots end up looking like Fred Flintstone made the wheel, (laughs) you know, especially for entrepreneurs. Yes. I mean, maybe, maybe career and money is high. It, you know, they give it a nine or an eight, but family relationships are a two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or fun factor or, you know, everything else is suffering. So I'm not saying that weight, if it's just 10 pounds, that it always relates, but you get higher than that. And there's always underlying challenges or blocks or resistance. Yeah. 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 That's, I love the wheel of life. <laughs> I do too. I do too. It's magic. It, it really pulls the curtains back. Mm-hmm. That makes you take a look and you're like, wow, I really thought I had my life together. Yeah, I really don't. You know, yeah. obviously, obviously, if you're honest with yourself on that, bit, you know, I was just going to say that because I gave it to my husband to do and his wheel was round oh. and I call, I called BS on him. <laughs> I did because at the time I was working crazy hours Mm -hmm. and I was in life coach training and writing my book and creating my online program all at the same time, which I don't recommend to anyone, 
which that's probably how I have thrown myself into <laughs> adrenal fatigue, um, not knowing better at the time. Um, I called BS on him because he had his relationship high. Hmm. And I'm hmm. like, dude, your wife is invisible. Like <laughs> you're, you can't score. And he was like, well, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I know that I suck as a wife right now. Like, you're not going to tell me anything that I don't already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to the why. What, what, uh, and, and the, the aspects around don't even set a New Year's resolution. What else? What else are some of your tips? Uh, create a plan. Don't just go forward blindly. Mm. Like, really think about it and be honest with yourself. If, if the horse has not run around the track in four years, it's not going to win the Kentucky Derby next week. It's, it's just not. I wrote a blog post with that title. Um, so create a plan. If you have not been working out, number one, don't even worry about why you got into this position. Like, Don't look back and, and be mean to yourself and mm-hmm. beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Start with a fresh slate. I am here and I want to go there. Who cares how you got to your starting point? You're just here. That's a fact. Yeah. Put all your energy into healing and going forward as opposed to beating yourself up for why you gained all the weight. Mm-hmm. Cause that doesn't matter right now. It'll matter later, but it doesn't really matter in the beginning. And then be honest with yourself. Don't say you're going to work out six days a week for an hour a day. If you haven't been working out at all, <laughs> I, I'm all about collecting the 1% wins. Yeah. So for somebody like that, depending on how much weight they have to lose and how sedentary they have been, I might say, can you walk for 20 minutes three times this week and almost make the goal so laughable and so easy for them that they beat it. Yeah. But it's, it, it's a fine line because there, there's a set of twins and they're evil twins. You've probably heard of them that are guaranteed to knock every single person off of any goal they set. And I don't know, I don't know if you know them by name, but they are Miss All or Nothing and her evil sister, Miss Perfectionism. Right. And All or Nothing always leads to nothing. Mm. And perfectionism always leads to shame because yeah. we can't be perfect. So if you, if you tell yourself you're going to work out for six one hour sessions this week, even though you haven't done it in the last four years, and you fail, because you most likely will, Yeah. then you feel bad about yourself. But if you had decided, look, this is going to be a journey, and I'm going to be, I'm going to, working on getting healthy for the rest of my life, not just this, I'm go- I need goal on this date, and then I'm going to give it all up and slide back to where I was. If you get in the focus that this is for life, then it really doesn't matter what day you reach your goal. I, I can't tell you the day that I hit my goal weight. I don't, I don't know what it is. I know it's written on my calendar somewhere with a big smiley face and all this, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't actually remember the date because that's not what's important. What's important is how am I living today and how am I maintaining my weight loss? Love it. Love it. So, so they, they create the plan. They, they start executing on the plan. Now, what happens if they hit road bumps along the way? And they're just like, look, I made my plan. I said I was going to work out five days a week. I'm not even getting one. What, what, what then? Go back to your why. Mm. <laughs> is, 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 that, that, is that something like a symptom of they didn't even really 
get to the bottom of their why. Is the, do you think so? Yeah, yeah. They or, or they didn't commit to it, or mm. you know, when you the next step after creating a plan is what I call scheduling your wins. Mm. So you mm. can't just say that you're going to work out six times a week for an hour without time blocking that time and and treating that appointment as if it's an appointment with the most important person in your life that you would never break. Yeah. Because you are actually the most important person in your life. I don't care if you have a spouse and kids, you are the most important person because without you, your spouse doesn't have a spouse and your kids don't have a parent. Mm -hmm. So it's about, um, I I know that your listeners aren't going to be able to see this, but you can see my time blocking schedule today. I've got every minute Mm -hmm. and what I'm going to be doing, you know, and at 11 a.m. it was prep for podcasts. Perfect. If I hadn't, if I hadn't have written that in, I may have just been doing other stuff. Yeah. And then it may not have happened, but I schedule my days and I time block everything. And when I don't, I'm not productive. (laughs) That's, 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 that's an issue that's happening in our society that people, people think that they have their days scheduled, but they really don't, or they're scheduling the wrong things according to productivity levels and, or maybe even just scheduling the wrong things. And, and, and then, cause one of the big, big, uh, obstacles that people say is hey, Christy, I don't have time, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> hey, yeah. I have this problem. I don't have time to be healthy. You know, it's because it's not a priority. Yeah to be healthy because we all have the same 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. It's how we prioritize it. And simple things like taking two hours on a Sunday to plan out all your meals for the week and to pre-cook, boom, you're yeah. done. You will actually save time by doing that. And, you know, incorporating exercise into your day to be effective. You don't have to be doing CrossFit for an hour You can be doing a wall sit while you're brushing your teeth. You can be walking while you're doing a conference call. You can be marching in place. You can do squats in the shower. Mm. I mean, there's so many things. And I hate multitasking. I I tell all my clients, stop multitasking. Mm -hmm. My only Mm -hmm. exception is you can multitask with exercise. You can be on a bike riding, a a stationary bike, not outside, and and watching an educational video. Yeah. You could yeah. multitask those types of things. So it it doesn't have to take a bunch of time. And the thing is, if you time block your day, you'll be so much more productive mm-hmm. that you'll find that you have extra minutes at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So we created the plan. We, we start executing the plan. What do we do now? Okay, you had mentioned earlier, what do you do when you hit a roadblock? Yeah. And I had said, go back to your why. Mm-hmm. But another way to guarantee that you succeed in your goals is to create a support team. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's what we do at Eat, Train, Win. I've got my public Facebook pages. I have my private Facebook pages. It's about creating a community yeah. of support yeah. and accountability. And it's really odd with weight loss. For some reason, we think that we should be able to do it alone. Mm. And I didn't do my weight loss alone. Yeah. I had an entire community that I was drawing support from. And even things like my fitness pal, which is free, yeah. they 
they have a community. So yeah. whether somebody wants to come join Eat Train Wins community or they want to go to my fitness pal, there are free support communities out there. And the late great Jim Rohn always said, you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So here's what I say. If all your friends are unhealthy and miserable, get new friends. Mm. Because you are going to become yes. the average of them. And it doesn't mean you have to kick them out of your life, but you almost want to be the most unhealthy in your circle of friends so that those people can elevate you. Yeah. They can give you a hand up and pull up. Like for me as an entrepreneur, I love nothing better than spending time with entrepreneurs who are making millions sure. and learning from their habits and their skills and their knowledge. And that's how I get elevated to the next level. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to hang around with people that are all at my same level, yeah. you know, in my free time. Mm-hmm. I, that's not what I want to do. I want to progress. Life is just one long journey of constantly improving. Yes. And it's fun. It's a good challenge. And I apologize for the crunching. Uh, my puppy is back there with her chew stick. <laughs> love. We love puppies. <laughs> yes, we do. But it's, it's getting small, so I'm going to pull it out of her mouth. <laughs> okay, keep talking. What, I can hear what you. Kind of, what kind of puppy do you have? Uh, she is, her name is Winnie, and she is Eat, Train, Win's chief canine officer. Oh. And she is a six-month-old black Labrador. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's absolutely delicious. She's usually asleep this time of day, which is why I picked this time, because she doesn't go to doggy daycare on Fridays, but she is awake in her crate. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you talked about the support community. Now, like you said, okay, my fitness pal, I had them, uh, they've actually been on the podcast as well. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm happy I mentioned them. (laughs) Yeah. So they've been, they were on like the, I think one of the beginning episodes that we did, um, they they jumped on. Uh, Yeah. I love, I, that's what we use in our practice. I tell all my patients, jump on my fitness pal. That thing That's has like the, because it, it has all the stuff on there already. You just type uh-huh. in the thing and the food's already in there and yeah. you can keep track of your goals. To, yeah. I recommend it to all my clients for when they're logging their food mm-hmm. and I actually have the paid version. So I use it. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. And then let's talk a little bit about E-Train Win. How, how did you start that? And uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I started it initially after I lost my 28 pounds in my late 40s. Um, I was filled with this new level of confidence and pride, which is kind of funny to say because obviously I had always been confident. You know, the things that I had done in my life, you don't do those without being confident and being outgoing. Um, but there was this whole nother level of I don't want to say it because it's truly not. So it's not like a level of superiority, but it's this level level of feeling like you did something that most people don't take the time and put the effort in to do, uh, which is really yeah. changing your life yeah. on a daily basis. And it, you know, cause it's hard. Weight loss is hard. I'm, I'm never going to say that it's easy. It is hard, yeah. but there's ways to make it easier. So when I got through that, I had such a passion for helping primarily other women, although I do have some male clients. Mm-hmm. And by the way, 
males are much easier, (laughs) (laughs) which is why I have so many women clients because I love helping the women. Yeah. Um, but men are easier when it comes to weight loss, at least the what the clients that I have had. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I decided to get, because I've always been athletic, I decided to get certified in personal training. And when I finished that, I thought, okay, it's not about personal, it's not about the exercise because I was 28 pounds heavier when I was a sheriff and when I mm-hmm. went, yeah, you know, and I had a trainer and I was in great, you know, athletic shape, yeah. not like not the way I looked, but athletically I could do it. I was the top physical recruit in the sheriff's Academy, which doesn't tell you much about how bad <laughs> those recruits are, but that's a whole other story. Um, and then after that, I thought, no, it's really about the nutrition. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then I pursued my certification in fitness nutrition and I got done with that. And then that was when the light bulb moment went off, which was basically we all know the general tenets of how we should eat. We know we should eat better and we know we should move our bodies more, but we don't do it. Really what I need to learn is the psychology Mm -hmm. of why we don't do it. And that's when I went into a really intense coaching program um, to learn how to help motivate people and encourage them and coddle them, hug them, kick them in the butt when they need it, or be (laughs) full on drill sergeant when that's what's required. Um, And then that's how eat, train, win came, came to life. It's, it's like a three-legged stool. And if you're missing either the mindset or the nutrition or the movement, the stool is going to fall over. It's only a matter of time. I mean, you, there's a lot of people in LA, you know, you know, Dr. There are a lot of really great women in LA who are eating right and who are exercising and they are miserable. Yes. (laughs) Holy cow. (laughs) And, and vice versa. There's a lot of people that are overweight that aren't eating well, but they appear to be very happy, Mm -hmm. but something's going to happen. Something's going to give, whether it's the size zero blonde, possibly with a good surgeon in LA (laughs) or it's the overweight, happy person, something's going to get, it's their weight or their mind. It's going to go if they don't get the whole three-legged stool. Love it. I love it. So where can people find you? Where, where are you online? Tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, I am. For those of your followers who are Periscope viewers, um, I do morning motivation every morning on Periscope at 7.45 a.m. Pacific. And you can find me at Eat, Train, Win. That's my handle on Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all of those. It's Eat, Train, Win. But where I'm most active is on my Facebook page, which is Christy Miller's Eat, Train, Win. And then, of course, my website is eattrainwin.com. Perfect. I love giving away freebies. So for any of your listeners that would like a 30-minute complimentary, no-strings-attached coaching session, all they have to do is send an email to info at eattrainwin.com. Make sure that they tell me that they they heard about Eat, Train, Win from your podcast um, because I don't make this offer to everyone. And then I'll give them a, you know, a 30 minute jumpstart coaching session. Perfect. We'll put all of this on the, on the show notes for the, for your contact information and the, that amazing offer. 30 minutes. Holy cow. You're, (laughs) that's generous. (laughs) 
you know, I, I am just so grateful for all the mentors that I've had yeah. in my life that it's just, it feels good. It really, it really just feels good. Well, awesome. I, 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 for, I forgot to say how I came across Christy, guys. So I was, I was on Periscope, as most of you guys know. And then um, uh, I think it was Kim Garst. And then she, she said, you got to watch Christy. And so I was like, all right. You know, this was like back when like everybody was kind of just starting in Periscope and then, and Christy came up and, and you were doing, it was the one that you had, um, all the, the, the PowerPoint stuff and you had the PowerPoint oh, behind yeah. you. 10 reasons to drink more water. Yeah. 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 And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> this is kind of cool. Cause I think you were the first ones that I saw doing stuff on Periscope like that, rather than just people talking about random things going on in their life. Like, my life sucks or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love, there's somebody that that's actually talking. That's knowledgeable at something. So <laughs> it took, it took us hours upon hours to figure out how to get that set up and numerous emails to Kim Garst and her team of like, how do you make it work? How does it? Yeah, it was, it was a nightmare, but I was so, I was so stubborn that I was going to figure it out. It, it came out well though. It came out very well. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Well, thank you for being on the show. And like I said, all, all the, um, your contact information and what, you know, all the stuff that you talked about will be on the show notes and especially the 30 minute offer that you guys should definitely take her up on. So with that said, we thank you again, Christy, for, for spending your precious time with us on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This was a blast.